The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In business today, success isn't just about the sale. It's about authentic communication that serves your audience in a meaningful way. This is the Soul Shill Hour with Francis Leary. In our program, we'll explore how to stay true to your core values, tell your story, engage your audience, and drive business growth. Now, here is your host, Francis Leary. Hello there, friends. You are listening to The Social Hour. I'm your host, Francis Leary, and I'm so glad to be here with you today. You can reach me at radio at francisleary.com. And please make sure to connect with me online. Just look for Francis Leary, all one word, and you will find me. So today, we are going to be exploring one of my very favorite topics ever, storytelling and how you can tell your story for your business. And I am very privileged to have with us Tim Magwood as our guest. Tim is is an expert storyteller, and um, he works with the mark of a leader. And so I am so happy you're here, Tim. Welcome. Thanks, Francis. Great to be. I love your, I love the social media, the play on that. It's very cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. So Tim and I met, um, I think the first time was maybe actually four years ago at um, at an event in Nova Scotia that Progress Media, one of the uh, large publications in, Nova, in Atlanta, Canada, actually was holding. And then... I've been through a number of Tim's storytelling sessions. So the first session that we had together, Tim, was really like transformative for me and for telling our story because up until that point, we had told our story as a, you know, we're committed to our core values and this is what we believe in. However, there was this huge piece of our story missing and when which which was the Bigfoot. <laughs> I don't know right. if you remember remember that story, but um, it was so much fun sitting in your session and you walking me through this process like, hey, this is what's in a story and, and what is this story? And then at the end of that, uh, that session, I stood up in front of all of the people and I told this, you know, crazy Bigfoot story because what does Bigfoot have to do with marketing? But sure enough, it does. And that's kind of what sets us apart. So... Um, I guess my first question for you, Tim, is why story? Why is story so important to businesses? Yeah, it's a great question um, and one that I like to ask and engage um, audiences in because maybe an easy way to look at it is this. We live in a data-driven world. So there's data, information. There's more information and data at our fingertips than, than ever before in history. And unfortunately, a lot of um, the, the, the information out there is just that. It's information and it's data and it appeals to the left side of the brain. It appeals to the intellect. And so more and more um, stories are a way that we can cut through because stories are like containers of goodness. You know, they're in containers of, of engagement and motivation and inspiration. And we used to live you know, we used to hang around at, you know, hundreds of years ago around campfires and, and sing songs and share stories as a way to pass down learnings. And, and today, 
a, a lot of us, unfortunately, have forgotten this um, this skill. So storytelling is a is very much a skill uh, that it has, is at a real premium and is a way to cut through, cut through the clutter, cut through the data in a way that's meaningful um, and in a way that is soulful. So it's a, way to, it's a way to engage people in a different way at its essence. Yeah, I love that. And don't you find that it really makes, like when you're talking with your clients and organizations and you're speaking to them and you're encouraging them to tell their stories that it really makes them real on a completely different level. It's, it's like stripping everything down to that authentic layer and it, it creates this complete uniqueness about them that nobody else has. I think that's true. I mean, I think what you're speaking to is stories are real and authentic. It, they're an authentic way of connecting in a way mm-hmm. that PowerPoint. I mean, I love Microsoft and they've been a client of ours, so, you know, but uh, the PowerPoint can't or a one pager can't or an email can't. Story is is an authentic medium in which we can just connect in a different way. And and we all have this craving to to connect, to connect with the world, to connect with other people. So I think that's true. Uh, Stories are at its core authentic communication vehicles. Yes. And I mean, for us in our organization, that's really what we really focus on doing or helping our clients with is how do we strip everything down and get down to that core story and build that into all of our communication moving forward. And I think, you know, coming at quote unquote marketing from this storytelling perspective is, uh, is really powerful. And, um, There must be, well, I know there are because I've sat in your sessions, certain elements of story that when you are talking with uh, groups or you're helping people define what their story is, what are some of the parts that actually go into a story? What does a story need to be a story? Yeah, sure. Actually, just before answering that, just one of the things, I think what you said was story. Companies have a, I would encourage everybody whether, whether they're a leader, a salesperson, an executive, a community worker, to think about stories. We all have stories. If you think about, we all have a quiver of stories that we can pull out, draw out as a way to connect and influence at the right time. I think a mistake that a lot of people take um, in organizations is that, hey, what's our story, singular? No, I would highly encourage them to think about stories, plural. To answer your question, what are the components yeah. of a great story? Um, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a lifetime coach and helping others perform better on the job, so I believe in acronyms and ways to keep it sticky and tight. So think about SCENE. So the acronym SCENE is, a, is an acronym that, that really uh, embodies the key ingredients of a great story. So S is short, succinct. If, if unless we have some kind of multimedia or something, uh, and if it's just the narrative form, we want to be three minutes or less, maybe even two minutes if it's via phone. So S for short, succinct. The C has three C's in scene. There's context. So we need to be able to set some context for story, create the environment. The second C is character. Um, unless, unless a story has a character, characters, we don't, we don't, it's not a story, and we don't we won't necessarily care about it unless if we're the audience. The third C is conflict. So great stories have some form of conflict, some kind of tension to make it interesting. So S C the E is for emotional. Great stories have emotion, and and they tie and tap into our heart versus our head. So emotion and is narrative, which means that there's a beginning, middle, and end. There are scenes. There might be just one scene, but it has some kind of 
flow narrative that we can follow as the audience. And then E for engaging. So share a story and then and then get a story back uh, or ask a couple questions in terms of what, how does the audience or the other person relate. So seeing those, those ingredients, those are really the key ingredients to any, any great story. Awesome. Thank you so much. I love the point that you made about stories, plural, and you're so right. Um, it is so much about um, all of our stories. And also when you, when you get to talking in those stories, um, just realizing that every uh, character, perhaps, that's part of your story, whether it's, you know, the leadership within the organization, the employees, the audience that you serve or your shareholders, um, all of those stories impact these stories that you're telling at your organization or that you are engaging with as part of your organization. So um, that is a really strong point. And I love this acronym. This is fantastic. And I think everybody who's listening already has a major, uh, very important takeaway here. And I think all of these points that you've made, you know, keeping it short, all of the C's, context, character, conflict, emotional, narrative, engaging, Um, I think a lot of us understand what those are um, in a general sense, but it's harder as we dig down and really think about, well, what does that have to do with my business? Like I was uh, leading, yeah, like I was leading. So do you mean where, where, where do you, where do you share stories? Is that, is that, is that sort of where the, the question is maybe going is where, where do we share stories in a way that's. So one way to think yeah. about that, I think, is, you know, where, where do we? So if we're, let's say we're a salesperson and we're selling via phone or on the road, we can share, we could share our personal story in 90 to 120 seconds to just give a sense of who we are. That might be a way to connect with people. And then you ask them for their personal story. So personal stories can connect. You might have company success stories. You might have a few that link to their values or that really demonstrate how we do things in action. So you might have company successes. You might have company failure stories. You might have one or two that shows that we're, we're a learning organization and, you know, here's a, here's a failure story. I want to share it. Here's what we learned. And so we should all have at least, I would suggest, five to seven stories, our personal story, a few successes, one or two failures. Um, we should also have an origin story ready. So an origin story, like, for example, I think you're Bigfoot. Um, That's right. If I remember correctly, it's been a few years, Francis. But your Bigfoot <laughs> story is a form of origin story. So, you know, like Hewlett and Packard and how they formed Hewlett HP in a garage or how Steve and Steve formed, uh, formed Apple back in 1976. There's always an origin story. So we should have these stories ready and develop rapport through them personally. Or if somebody asks us what we do rather than, giving our standard credentials or, or positioning pitch, we might have a, a two or three minute success story that really captures how we do it in action. So we need to be intentional about where, how we weave stories into dialogue, whether we're a salesperson, service person, leader, frontline person, um, so that it's, it's a real, it's an intentional way to communicate and engage. Absolutely. So um, we are coming up on a break here pretty shortly. And when we get back, I want to dive in a little bit more and we can look at this acronym that you've given us and sort of break it down a little bit so we can help our listeners maybe begin to craft some of the stories that are meaningful for their business. So 
everyone that is listening. Make sure that you stay with us, stay tuned, and we will see you on the other side of two minutes. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Wired Flare's unique approach to online marketing inspires meaningful conversations that drive business growth. They tell stories that champion ethical business, build community, and generate impact. Wired Flare integrates your core values into your brand messaging. They use content marketing to tell your story and social media to engage your audience. They use inbound marketing to attract more visitors, generate more leads, and convert more customers. Visit wiredflare.com. Tell your story online. Frances Leary is an award-winning entrepreneur and international storyteller. Her stories champion big ideas and generate big impact. Have Frances speak to and inspire your organization or train and consult with your team. She speaks internationally and aids top-tier professionals in marketing, entrepreneurship, online strategy, technology and education, and authentic communication. Frances Leary inspires and educates audiences with her passionate and purpose-filled keynotes and presentations. Visit FrancisLeary.com. Empower your team today. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Soul Show Hour with Francis Leary. Connect with the program today by calling us at 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You may also send an email to radio at francisleary.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. It's great to have you here with us. I'm here with Tim Magwood from The Mark of a Leader, and we are going to continue talking about telling your story. So in the first segment, Tim, you shared with us the acronym SEEN and each of those pieces. So now... Um, there's a specific way that like a structure that you have for helping people tell their stories. And so first you recommended that perhaps we look at our personal stories. And for me, this is so fitting because, um, you know, business and our personal lives are not two separate things. They're so integrated. And in order to really be driven with my passion into my business, I I have to be able to tell that personal story or stories of mine as well. So can you lead us on that journey? Yeah, no, love to. Um, So, so yeah, scene again, short three C's character conflict um, context, the E being emotional from the heart versus the head and for narrative and E for engaging, those are the key ingredients of any story. I just thought that um, we should dive into the, into the personal story and talk a little bit about that and why it's important and where we can weave it in. Um, so personal story, we should all have a, a two to three minute personal story uh, that we can communicate to people that gives a sense, gives others a sense of who we are. So what I thought I would do is I'll give you, I'll give you one of my personal stories in two minutes or less, and then we can talk a little bit about the process. So awesome. 
That's okay. Just because we can make it real, right? Um, That's perfect. I, I always say that I've, I've got the I've got the mind of a, an entrepreneur, I've got the heart of a coach, and I've got the the soul of a of a performer, of a singer songwriter, which takes me on different paths, different days. But um, so when when I was twelve, I had a pretty pivotal moment uh, event that that really helped shape who I am, and we all have these these events. So this is part of my personal story. I went to summer camp as a, as a kid. So this was 1982. So it'll give you a sense of how old I am. But in uh, 1982, I was at a summer camp and it was an amazing experience for 30 days. And as part of that, um, in those days, you know, summer camp, they did musicals. And there was a musical that the camp was, was doing called You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. If you remember that, Francis, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Brown, well-known musical. <laughs> yeah. So I auditioned for a You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, and I was hoping to be one of the guys and in the chorus and was hoping that maybe I could be a tree or something in the chorus. I, I would have been delighted with that. So I auditioned for your good man, Charlie Brown I was at the rec hut. I did a song and I had to do a scene and I was really nervous about it. And fast forward to the next day, I went to the dining hall where there was a cast list and I looked for my name, Tim Magwood, and I saw uh, Tim Magwood, Charlie Brown. And you'd think that I would be delighted. Uh, but in fact, I wasn't at all because I wanted to be, in the chorus, again, a tree or something simple. So I went up to the director, her name was Susan, and said, Susan, you've got the wrong guy. I would love to be part of the musical. I'd love to participate, but I don't want to be Charlie Brown. A, because he's a loser, and B, <laughs> because I don't want to be a lead. I just want to be in the chorus, thank you. And she looked me right in the eye, and she said, Tim, you have a gift a song, a performance. You can do this. You'll be great. And I fought with her, and I said no, and she said yes. And finally, um, I, I resisted and said, okay, fine, I'll do it. And here's the moral of the story. The point is, is that Susan, back in the early 80s when I was a kid, when I was a 12-year-old kid, saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Mm-hmm. And I've carried that leadership lesson with me through my whole life. And I think that's a one reason why I, I, I love coaching. I love helping others reach their potential. Um, so I'll be forever thankful to Susan. So that's an important part of my personal story because it's really shaped Tim as the coach and also Tim I, I, as, as a performer. I ended up being a professional actor for four years before I, I, I went to the business world. So, Francis, we all have these personal stories, and that's a, mm-hmm. a two-minute story that really captures who I am in a lot of ways. Leader, I try to shine a light on other people. Performance is very important to me. My question for your listeners is, what are, what's a story or, or, or a couple of chapters in your personal story that really encapsulates who you are. So if you kind of dissect that story a little bit, first of all, there has to be context back to scene. There needs to be context, sort of the where and the when. So in that story I shared with you, it's at a camp in Ontario somewhere in about 1982. So you, when I was a kid, when I was 12, so you know a little bit about the context, the where, the when. So we need as storytellers to be able to pull people into the context, the environment, the where and the when. Second, there needs to be a character, a character. So there's, a, there's me in the story. There's Susan in the story. There's probably some other guys auditioning for the, for the show. So you, it's a story because there's some other people. There are characters. There is a conflict, and I need to be intentional as a storyteller when I bring that into the piece. I was, I was nervous auditioning. The conflict also is I didn't want to be Charlie Brown. I just wanted to be part of the chorus. There's, there is some narrative. So the narrative there is really there's two scenes. There's a, the scene where I auditioned, and there's the scene in the dining hall the next day. So there's two scenes where I try to just give you a, a sense of the scene, and then there's a moral mm-hmm. at the end. The moral of the story, of course, in this case, is 
um, shine the light on others. Great leadership is about, as I learned from Susan, it's about shining the light on others and it's about serving. So in any story, we need to first set the context. We need to figure out who the characters are. We need to have one or two or three events that will form the narrative. There should be some conflict to make it interesting and then be explicit about the moral and engage others in it and why that, that might be important to them. So I think if we can all have a personal story that we share, that gives us some, some, some uh, it sheds some light on who you are rather than hear three bullets about me. Absolutely. So um, for those who are listening, I think one question that they would have would be, well, which story? <laughs> mm. I mean, we all we all have all of these stories, you know, and, and I think the older we get that we listen to, we listen to our, our grandparents and so forth telling their stories. And there's so many of them that had so much mm. impact. How do you dial it down to one that really, um, really tells what you need it to to represent you? Yeah, no, great question. I think with, with your personal story, you need to have a few versions. So I myself have, have a few versions. I, I share that story sometimes. Um, I have a version that's a, that's a two and a half minute version that just gives people, that, that outlines three chapters of my life. So I got childhood, I got early business, and I got um, a few pivotal moments. So that's a two and a half minute personal story that just gives a sense of a few chapters. Um, it could also be somebody who has inspired you and why. And, and, you know, so it's actually about that story is actually, I look at, it's not about me. It's actually Susan and she's the hero. So I think everybody has somebody who's inspired them in their life, a, a teacher, a leader, a boss, a manager. I hope everybody has somebody in their life who has done something for you. So a story about one of those mentors or leaders in your life, um, that that's meaningful and again, it's back to have a quiver of stories versus one story. Have a few ready. So, for example, if you're, if you're, I was about to say auditioning for a job, shows you my theater <laughs> background. Um, if you're, if you're, um, if you're interviewing for a job, you know, you might, you might take the tact of here's my personal story in two and a half or three minutes, and here's, you know, here's a few chapters. Or you might take the tact of, you know, here's a story, and it's about somebody who's really inspired me because it, it gives a sense of who I am. So I think you got to be intentional and have a few options in your hip pocket, depending on the situation. Right. So do you recommend that people, um, do they write down their stories? I mean, I know Absolutely. for myself, I do. <laughs> totally. Well, here, let's try, can we, can we try this with you for fun? Sure. All right. So who, who's somebody who's inspired you that really has shaped who you are? Uh, do you want a name or just the, that that uh, person's role? Give me a name, role. Which, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Amy McNaughton. Okay, and that person is a teacher, or is a. No, she is like a she's a mentor, um, a okay. sort of a coach that I've had uh, during my adult years. Okay, and what's something that she's that she's taught you, or that's kind of part of your DNA now? Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing was uh, prioritizing myself. Huge change. I told this story actually in the last uh, the last show that we had. Fifteen minutes. She she said, Francis, I want you to take fifteen minutes out for yourself. And I told her flat out, No, <laughs> no way. I don't have time. I'm not doing that. I'm too busy. You know, I'm running this business. I'm raising my kid. All of this. No way. And that one thing has changed my life. So 15 minutes daily to yourself? 
Right. And of course, now it's more than 15 minutes. Like I have learned that the more time I take, the more time I have. Like the more I prioritize myself, the more of myself I can give to others and the more time I actually have to commit to everything else. But yes, it started with 15 minutes. So you've got a story, you have to share it now, you've shared it in your last episode, but you've got a story about, is it AJ, is that her name? Um, Amy. Amy, okay, so Amy, there's probably context, there's a a story you have at at whenever that was, a few years ago or 10 years ago or sometime. Mm -hmm. Sure. And and then you introduce, say, you know, Amy is a character and she's been a mentor and done some coaching with me. You outline what the event was, there's probably a moment, the narrative in this case might be one scene, a moment where she really got through to you as far as taking 15, 20 minutes for yourself a day. And there's some conflict in there. Maybe the conflict is something about what you're busy and you, you're, Hey, it's about my kids and I don't have time. Maybe that's the conflict. And so you wrap that in the container of a story. It might be 60 seconds. It might be two minutes. And at the end of it, there's some kind of moral. So you set the context, you're the character with Amy. Here's what she's like. Here's the narrative inherent conflict and then at the end here the moral of the story is whatever that is there that but sharing that in the container of a story can be really powerful right absolutely i mean for me that moral of the story was um i think learning to prioritize myself was a a freeing moment when i could uh really step into my own um self in a completely new way and uh grow my business in a new way. So it was a very uh defining moment um absolutely in my life. So and shouldn't store great stories do just that? They should help transform. They should help inspire. They should help transform. They should be containers of learning. Absolutely. So in our next segment, because we're coming up on a commercial here pretty shortly, we're going to look at all of this then that you have shared with us about creating our personal stories and start to look at what does this mean for business? How can business leaders craft business stories that resonate with their audience and are in alignment with who they are as leaders and with their organization? So I'm super excited about that because I know that there are a lot of uh, listeners out there that love this whole concept of story and yet aren't quite sure how that all ties in. So um, everyone who's listening, I hope you will please stay with us. We are going to head out to a short break and Tim Magwood and I will be here when you get back. While you're away, make sure to look up Tim online at themarkofaleader.com. You can also find him on Twitter at Tim Magwood. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Wired Flare's unique approach to online marketing inspires meaningful conversations that drive business growth. They tell stories that champion ethical business, build community, and generate impact. Wired Flare integrates your core values into your brand messaging. They use content marketing to tell your story and social media to engage your audience. They use inbound marketing to attract more visitors, generate more leads, and convert more customers. Visit wiredflare.com. Tell your story online. Frances Leary is an award-winning entrepreneur and international storyteller. Her stories champion big ideas and generate big impact. 
Have Frances speak to and inspire your organization or train and consult with your team. She speaks internationally and aids top-tier professionals in marketing, entrepreneurship, online strategy, technology and education, and authentic communication. Frances Leary inspires and educates audiences with her passionate and purpose-filled keynotes and presentations. Visit FrancisLeary.com. Empower your team today. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Soul Show Hour with Francis Leary. Connect with the program today by calling us at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to radio at francisleary.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to The Social Hour. I'm Frances Leary. Thanks so much for staying tuned with us. And I have Tim Magwood here, and we have been talking about stories. And we just went through this whole process with Tim about crafting our personal stories and why that's important and how we can do it. And now we want to take a little look at business stories. So, Tim, when you consider businesses, why are stories so important? Well, so so why story is, in fact, if you go to themarkofaleader.com, we've got a, a two-minute video there um, on why story. So it's, it's two minutes, and it's graphically pretty, pretty cool. But the, 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 the why of business is similar to the why story generally in the world today. We live in a data-driven world. There's tons of info. And a way that sales, service people, leaders can cut through is to have a quiver of stories that are strategic, that are intentional, um, so f- and, and to, to design them around values wherever possible. So the why stories in the business context is that stories are sticky, they're memorable, and they engage the heart versus just the head. Right. Um, well, I can tell you that that, that does work. I was uh, volunteering at an event recently with some other Colorado business people, and we were just, well, we were just talking. We were sharing stories, and I, I shared some of my business story. I shared about our, our core value story, and I shared our origin story with the Bigfoot, and there was this real, like, wow. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it really resonated in a way that just, you know, me saying, I'm Francis Leary. I'm the CEO of Wired Flare, blah, blah, blah. Like, it just doesn't connect in the same way. So stories are so powerful. So where do businesses start then if they want to start telling these stories? Well, I think there's a bunch of different ways to do it. The way that we've learned in helping create story cultures, the, the way that might be the easiest way to think about it is every, every company has values. Unfortunately, most times those values are not necessarily lived. But there's mm-hmm. usually two or three values that are particularly important to, um, to really activating the strategy. So the, some of the ones that we see that are particularly important, collaboration in today's world, um, cross-group collaboration is really important. Accountability is, is more and more important. Um, those, those are two that would come to mind and something around customer focus or, or customer first or something along those lines. So I would pick the, 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 the three values uh, that are most important. And then, as leaders, what we can do is we can I call it go fishing um, or go mining for stories that support that. So, 
it's, it's kind of like I'm a songwriter too. And sometimes we just need to put our ear to the ground and listen for, for great lyrics or great hooks. So if, for example, collaboration is a really important core value to better activating to, to achieve our strategy, go listen for stories that uh, success stories within the organization where sales has worked with operations or operations has worked with marketing, or we've worked in a cross-functional way to really deliver excellence to the customer. So let's go listen for those stories and listen for a few. And maybe we choose one or two of those and we craft them in a way that's really succinct and helpful. So A, choose a few core values that are strategically important. B, go listening for discovering for what those are. And then C, craft them um, in a way that you know, matches the, the, the formula that we talked about last time. And then, and, and then go and coach people on how to do it. So maybe if you've got those three values, for example, and let's say we have two stories per value, we've got six, maybe we, we, we train on three of them or we train on a few of them. And we, we, so we, enable, we coach and enable people on how to tell those stories. So that's, that's a simple one, two, three, four um, approach to helping organizations get started in being more intentional with uh, stories. That's that's awesome. Um, how do you get the buy-in, like from the organization, but it, without them thinking like, "Oh, come on!" Like you know, I've been doing it this this whole sales way my whole life, and I know how to sell things. And how do you get them to buy into these stories and how they're more powerful and and important? Well, here's the good news: that um, deep down, virtually everybody buys into the to the notion that stories are a better way to engage and to influence. So if you polled 100 people, somewhere between 85 to 90 would, would agree that story is a better way to communicate and to engage versus just a shallow positioning statement, for example. Mm-hmm. So inherently, most people believe. So it's a matter mm-hmm. of, frankly, um, tapping into that why and the what's in it for me and then applying a bit of a left brain process, which I just defined a, a four-step, define, discover, craft, coach, a left brain process that makes it rational. Hey, if, if, if we buy into the notion that stories are, are better and a great way to engage, a, and then if we can come up with a process and then, and then activate it, like, like you would developing any skill, like listening or questioning or handling objections or, or leadership, then it works. So I, I find that it actually... You don't, it doesn't require much buy-in. It just, you, just need to, you just need to be disciplined um, and be inclusive about it so that it's co-created with people uh, because that's what stories are. They're already part of the, they're already part of the DNA. It's just, it's just a matter of being a little more intentional about leveraging them, crafting them, and sharing them. Right. So um, I was doing a training recently and we were talking about crafting stories as part of that. And one of the attendees there, so they um, are electricians, and one of their most important core values is that they are committed to being there whenever you need them, like 24 hours a day service, like immediate, whenever you need them, they'll be there. And we started digging deeper into their story. And the company started with, you know, just a small team that literally, you know, took the phones into the showers with them because that's how committed they were to that level of service or a storm when they were sleeping on the floor 
next to the phones because that's how committed they were. And so I found that that mm. when when sh- they told that story, I was like, wow. So, you know, what better way to demonstrate your actual like commitment, that core value that you have to being present all the time, then to share some of those stories. Now, there's not a place for them everywhere. There's a place for them somewhere. And even just realizing that, wow, that commitment comes from that experience um, just makes it so much more powerful. So in the clients that you've worked with or the many, many people that you've spoken with at uh, the conferences that you where you deliver your amazing storytelling presentations, um, can you give us some examples of businesses stories that have really shifted as they've gone through this process or just some really great business stories that have come out of this? Yeah, I think one, um, well, just I'll answer that in a second, but just going back to your example, committed to being there 24 hours only. I mean, saying that in those words versus in a, in a story like you just shared. Yeah, I'll tell you a story about how a customer approached us. Uh, I was in the shower, and you know what I mean? Like having a story around that is so much better mm-hmm. than, the, than the words. Um, you know, one one client that has done a, I'm, I'm sure I can share their, their name because they've done a, a really nice job. Um, one of our clients here in Canada is, is Wrigley Canada, you know, and people know Wrigley as the gum, as, as Excel and of uh, uh, lots of great gum and, and candy and, and mints. Um, what they've done a really nice job of internally is sharing stories at each town hall. And, and for example, they just they just did a, a full employee um, celebration in Vegas back in June, and and a full day was was really just leveraging the power of story. And they, they shared stories that captured their, they call them principles, not values, but it was sort of around the principles. And so uh, they, they do a terrific job of leveraging stories when they're communicating and recognizing. And they have a quarterly town hall where there's always a few stories woven into the piece to really celebrate and to recognize. So they become a, a very a strong story culture. Why? Because they revolve it around their principles or values. It's ongoing. And they're always fishing for examples. And it's not just the head office um, town halls, but they also do that at the regional level. So it's become pervasive in their culture. So I think that's when you know you've, you've succeeded is when, when, when story is, is, a, is a cultural uh, it's almost a cultural artifact, you know, like it, it becomes a, it becomes a, a part of how we do things around here. So I think that's the, that's, that's where we want to head and that's where we want to, I think that's the, the, the ideal state for, for organizations. Oh, that's, that's great story. I love that. Um, and I think that that's so true. That is for uh, for us and all of the clients that we work with, that that is what it's all about to create this story culture uh, with our clients, so that we are continuously telling our stories. And in the course of this radio show, that's part of where I really want to go is to look at how do you incorporate all of these stories in everything you do as the foundation. You know, so whether you're in an elevator with someone sharing your story or, or you're at a pitch or you're, you know, sharing content on social or you're writing a blog, that these stories become just integrated into everything that you are. More not just what you do, but but who you are as an organization. Yeah, well said. 
well said. It's got to yeah. be. It's a being thing, right? It's it's integrated in who you are and back to your your social thing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. about uh, it's integrated. And the other thing is, is that we don't with story. We don't have to necessarily always create and craft. Yes, we need to be intentional and create, craft, share our own personal and business stories. And there are lots of stories day to day that are going on in the world that we just need to tap into. So if you're uh, if, you know, if, you're, if you're a baseball fan, for example, and, and I'm a big Blue Jay fan, I'm from Toronto, it's Francis, um, <laughs> you know, and we're playing Cleveland, can't wait, starting, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, that's, that's going on, the, the, the whole baseball playoffs is happening. So if I just mentioned to somebody, hey, did you see the game last night and how Josh Donaldson slid into home? How was, how was that for a winning, you know, a way to win the game? We're already, and if somebody shares that experience, they're, they're already part, we're already part of the same story. So tying into a story that already exists or commenting on it, it's a way to share. It's a way to, to share, you know, consciousness and a sense of collective and we're part of a, you know, much bigger thing. Absolutely. And I think in a way, I mean, from my background with folklore, the stories are really what um, tie all of these cultural experiences together. And I think that that's what we're, we're going for as we grow as businesses as well. So um, we are here on our next break. So um, everybody who's listening, please stay with us. And we will be back with Tim Magwood in just a couple minutes. Stay tuned. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Wired Flare's unique approach to online marketing inspires meaningful conversations that drive business growth. They tell stories that champion ethical business, build community, and generate impact. Wired Flare integrates your core values into your brand messaging. They use content marketing to tell your story and social media to engage your audience. They use inbound marketing to attract more visitors, generate more leads, and convert more customers. Visit wiredflare.com. Tell your story online. Frances Leary is an award-winning entrepreneur and international storyteller. Her stories champion big ideas and generate big impact. Have Frances speak to and inspire your organization or train and consult with your team. She speaks internationally and aids top-tier professionals in marketing, entrepreneurship, online strategy, technology and education, and authentic communication. Frances Leary inspires and educates audiences with her passionate and purpose-filled keynotes and presentations. Visit FrancisLeary.com. Empower your team today. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Soul Show Hour with Francis Leary. Connect with the program today by calling us at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to radio at francisleary.com. Now back to the program. 
Welcome back, friends. Thanks so much for staying with us. We are here with Tim Magwood, and we have had a great conversation today all about stories. So, Tim, you have taken us through a lot today. Let, let's just go back and, and kind of summarize for our listeners um, all of the takeaways from today's conversation. So to start with, um, we talked about story. Why story? Yeah, so, so, so why story and the fact that stories cut through, they help us differentiate, they help us engage and connect at a more meaningful level. Since we live in a data-driven world, a story is a way to, to connect and engage in a, in a more authentic and, and real way. Absolutely. And so you then gave us an acronym that would help us un, uh, remember all of the elements that should be part of story. Can you review those for us? Yeah, for sure. So if you think of any great screenwriter in film or, or theater uh, writer uh, or novelist, they're, they're masters at, at, at story. And for us in the business world, we can think about a simple acronym. And if we fulfill these, these ingredients, that really is a great story. If not, then something's missing. So we think about scene because any scene, any story needs to fulfill these scene ingredients and be active and interesting. So the S stands for short or succinct, three minutes or less in the, in the business context, uh, helpful, so short. The C, there's actually three Cs. So the, the first C is context, which is the where and the when. Just set some context in terms of the where and the when. The second C is about character. So it's got to involve at least one character or a few characters so that we care. You don't, you never see a, a Pixar uh, filmmaker write a great story without it, without people or great characters. The third mm-hmm. C is about conflict. So again, learning from playwrights or, or novelists uh, or film writers, there needs to be some inherent conflict that creates some tension that makes it interesting. So those are the three C's. The E in scene is about emotional. So story should connect and should be should be shared uh, with emotionally and, 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 and connect with the heart versus the head. The end in scene stands for narrative. So beginning, middle, and end, or what's the narrative or the flow or the scenes that, that the, the, the story is, is about. And then the final E is about engaging. So share a story and then ask a question or two or get another story back. Scene, key ingredients of a great story. Awesome. And we talked about how we need to have personal stories and we need to have business stories. And you shared with us a structure that we can follow to create those stories. Can we go over that again? Yeah, no problem. So, so personal story, story should reveal a little bit about who you are and, and what makes you up. So a, a personal story is about who you are, not what you do. And a business story can revolve around values of an organization or be intentionally linked to the, the, the strengths of that business. So any great story in terms of the structure, first we want to set the context. So it draws on one of those scenes. It's one of those C's, rather. So set the context. Then we want to introduce the characters, any back to the film model. You're, you're introduced to the, to the film via the characters. So who are the characters and, and, a, and a couple of um, descriptors or bullets about them? We then want to dive into the narrative piece. So what are those events? It might be one scene. It might be two scenes. It might be a few scenes. What are those events and let them unfold? As part of those events, we want to introduce conflict earlier rather than later, because if we introduce it earlier, we kind of grab them. You think about Hunger Games, they grab you right at the right <laughs> beginning with conflict, right? And then the final piece is then is share uh, the moral. So context, character, events, Conflict, moral. That that's a that's a that's a 
proven model of how to structure any great story. Awesome. Well, Tim, this has been uh, such a wonderful conversation, and I'm really uh, privileged and honored for you to be here with us today. Thank you so very much. Um, Everyone who's listening, you absolutely need to go to themarkofaleader.com. You can also find Tim on Twitter at Tim Magwood, or you can find Mark of a Leader on Twitter as well. But if you're looking for a speaker for your organization, somebody to lead or facilitate your event, definitely go to themarkofaleader.com. I cannot say anything but amazing, uh, raving great things about having Tim Magwood as a speaker. One thing, though, you may not know about Tim is, well, well, he did mention he's a performer. He has also put out a couple of CDs. And as we go into our final um, ending of our show, we're going to play one of his songs called Invisible Man. Tim, do you just want to give us a little short little snippet about what this song is about? Sure. I mean, it's a, I just wanted to play for your listeners this song because it's a story song. And it's a song my wife and I were in Italy back in 2007. And, and we were having a conversation with an old friend of my wife's. Uh, her name is Victoria, and she told us a story of her dad, which just absolutely was unbelievably uh, emotional about her dad and how he uh, was very, very successful, a successful Bay Street guy in Toronto, and then kind of disappeared and, and became a, a street person. And I never knew the story, and it shocked me. So it's a story about, um, about uh, you know, an every, everyday man's story about how sometimes people slip through the cracks and they become invisible, and uh, it's meant to be an emotional kind of heart puller about um, those people that become invisible in our world. So share great stories so that you know, you know, you, you reveal the greatness in the world rather than becoming invisible like the main character in this story, Invisible Man. Wow. Awesome. So you guys can find Tim Magwood on iTunes. Just search Tim Magwood and you can get this song. And he has two other um, CDs that are online now. And he has one coming out in November, I believe. So everybody keep an eye out for that and go to themarkofaleader.com to see Tim Magwood. And everyone who's listening, it has been a fantastic time at with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Huge thanks again to Tim Magwood. Make sure to connect with him online. And of course, make sure to connect with me. Just visit francisleary.com or click any of the links on the right-hand side of the screen. You've been listening to The Social Hour. And until next week, we will send you off with Tim Magwood's song, Invisible Man. See you next time. When the bottle's finally empty And there's nowhere left to hide Well, the morning will remind me Of the life I left behind So I wander through the city Like a phantom no one sees Let the whiskey dull the memory Of the man I used to be How'd I ever end up here, this way? Wish I was strong enough to make a change If I could turn back the hands of time Give anything if I could be
for being a part of the Soul Soulful Hour. Please be sure to join your host Francis Leary again next Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, make a soul soul connection with your audience.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.